Welcome back, podcast listeners. We're here with episode 173 today, and uh, I've got Jordan joining me. Jordan, welcome, mate. G'day. Good to be here. Thank so, you for having me. So I wanted to talk a military mindset today, which you sort of laughed at me about, but what we're going to do is sort of compare, I guess, your background in the military and how your day was sort of structured there, and then we'll talk about that office environment, and I guess how things have changed post-COVID and, and the way that flexibility works. So yeah. let's start off. What was a sort of... Talk me through a, a sort of normal day in, in the military. Normal day? Yeah. So we had to... So if you're on barracks, it looks very different if you're outfield. Yeah. Um, on barracks, you get up, get into work, they do a roll call. Like, you have to be on time. What, what, if time, you were, what timing's this like? Time? Uh, I think it was 8 o'clock. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't too bad. Um, if you weren't on time, you get a battle buddy and he'd come and knock on your door to wake you up. <laughs> um, walk you down. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then you go do PT for a little bit, which is nice. What, what, uh, is, there a, is there a punishment if you don't make that eight o'clock? Oh, you're just annoying your mate, aren't you? Yeah. Having to get up earlier yep. to get in. It was A lot of that was based around mateship. You know, you don't want to put your mate out because then yep. they get annoyed at you. Yep. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, so after PT, you go for another hour long breakfast um, and then do a bit of drills lunch and then you go play sport or train afterwards okay so. okay now you're killing me here like this is the military mindset we're after but i, I think you know going through training and that and when they're teaching you certain rules you know making your bed and things like that yeah like let's talk us through those those really strict rules that they had yeah. and how that operated like do, do you really have to iron your bed yeah you have to iron your bed you have to measure so, you know, when you fold over the sheet back over the yep. doona cover, you've got to measure that's meant to be like 30 centimetres and there has to be certain centimetres away from the pillow, all that sort of stuff. So how, how long does it take to make a bed in the morning? Uh, it'd take you quite a while and the best part was then they'd come through and flip it and be like, nah, it was off. Redo the entire thing. <laughs> Just to test you. Did you I get, let's starting with that one. Then, do you still take a mindset to make your bed every morning? Is that drilled into you now? No, nah. no, nah, that one, that nah. one, you let go. Yeah, there's certain things like I like we've talked about. I like coming into work early. Yeah. Um, I think it's important, and even just rocking up to places. You know, there are times in the past you get up and you case the area before you come in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, that's interesting. We were having a laugh about that the other day. But that on-time thing, and, and that's something that's changed, I think, post-COVID. Um, and, and we provide our staff that sort of flexibility between starting times, which, you know, people seem to enjoy that, you know, some like to start late, some like mm. to start early. Um, you and I are both sort of early people. Mine's pushing out a little bit at the moment. <laughs> um, but, you know, getting to somewhere on time is important, I think. And especially with meetings and, you know, other things, it's, it's getting to there before that. So you've actually got yeah. time to prepare. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we had a saying, I don't know if we can say it on here, but in the military about prior preparation and the performance it creates. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I you know that one? Yeah, I do understand that one. <laughs> but I, I think it, I think it does, and, and you can tell when people are getting organised, if they're getting in early and they're prepared, then meetings might run more smoothly. Um, yeah. You know, I'm an early person, but I can understand why people sort of come in later and, and want to push those times. So yep. what do you think some other sort of military... We were talking actually about feedback the other day mm -hmm. um, and, and sort of providing that honest feedback straight away. Sort of how does yep. that operate within the Army and, and sort of how's that feedback loop work? Um, there's a lot less uh, legalities, I'd say, yep. around how they provide feedback. But after every task, you'd go through um, what we did well what we need to fix and how to fix it. 
Yeah. Um, it was probably a bit too much after every task. Yeah. But I definitely see the value in it. Just so something to reflect on, I guess, when major projects are done and, and yeah. that or an yeah. implementation or something. Um, yeah. that, that sort of feedback loop can work. Yeah, definitely. Or even I appreciated the directness. You know, if someone stuffs up, you say, hey, what's up? You need to work on this yeah. straight away rather than there's a tendency I find outside of the army um, where people don't want to be offensive or offend, yeah, I just hurt someone. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes it can be more detrimental to someone to not provide that feedback because mm. then they can keep creating habits as we were talking about in, in a probably not the wrong way but some way that you sort of don't want the work to happen yeah um how's that shift been i guess that feedback loop in an office environment is definitely different um, yep. we tried to provide each other in, in a way but you know it's probably not direct as what it would be in the army <laughs> no it's good like i think it's also onus on the person like you have to go looking for hey what can i improve on yeah how do i do this um, they did take us through a course prior to leaving the army. Yeah. A transition to civilian lifestyle. Um, but yeah, I think within the office, like I said, you just have to go up to your management and be, hey, what can I work on and show yeah. initiative in that way. What's some other um, areas that you found unique within the sort of service, but have been able to carry into office life? Um, that sort of you know you don't you self consciously do it, um, but you know mm-hmm. okay, that's actually a skill I've picked up previously. Um, I think. Uh, the area I was in, you had to take heaps of notes. So I think that's been something that I've been able to carry across. It's not necessarily legible notes, but you take down every bit of information you can and come back and summarise and go over it. Is, so you reflect on your notes because that's an interesting point that I want to get yeah. on to. Yeah, definitely. So, right. can't, can't, so, so when you sort of come out of that meeting notes that you reflect, then summarise what you've sort of written in that in a more clear, instructive way? Yeah, 100%. Because even, I don't know, you're just talking to someone and it can go from one thing to the next to the next. Yeah. It, it gets quite jumbled up if you and you want to be precise and brevity with your notes. So. Yeah, and, and like I guess on our end, we, we take file notes from every client meeting um, and, and they're put within our system. Um, yeah. And I sort of noticed yours as well. But I think I'm the same. Like I, I look at my notes sometimes and, and I'm just like, you know, there's random numbers and pointing arrows and, you know, I'm sort of, how do I summarise that? But yep. if I get onto it straight after a meeting, I, I understand sort of how I've operated in that regard um, and can put that into a really good summary. Yep. So I think that's the key is not letting it go for too long because once you do that, then I think you're in some trouble. Definitely. I've definitely left some file notes over a weekend come back like oh what the hell was that yeah what was that last night because yeah. yeah, I, I, I try to look back through my notepad at the moment yeah. and god if I had to find like, if I had to go back through my old ones um, <laughs> I would have no idea what I'm talking about yep. what's yeah some, what's some sort of you know what's some things that you've enjoyed outside of um, I guess military life um, within the office space um, that you sort of have found oh, was a nice difference there's so many differences even just coming into like a building you know you got air con <laughs> those are very basic things but even uh i've appreciated especially in this workplace like everyone's looking to improve yeah um and willing to help each other like you leaving the military you weren't sure if you'd get that other places but like this place everyone's really got that team mindset which is nice i guess from a team mindset do you find i guess there's more diverse uh people that you're talking to within this i guess the military is sort of a lot of people focused on the same sort of career options where i think in here it's we may be working in financial services but there seems to be more streams that people may be passionate about is is that something you've noticed or yeah yeah and even like the diversity in the people you're interacting with yeah like i was 
it was all males, you know, all males between 20 and 30 looking to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, here there's a lot more diversity in where you can go, what people specialise in. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, that. That's something I've sort of wondered, you know, are you following the same sort of pathways there, even though people are growing in different stages? But I think, you know, a workplace being diverse is good. I, I laugh when you talk about the aircon. I always look at when you walk outside and it's like 24 degrees, you're like, oh, it'd be a nice day to be a tradie. And then there's the days where it's like pouring rain, you're like, geez, I love being in the office yeah. with the heater on. Yeah. Um, or if it's 40 degrees, same thing. I want that aircon. Exactly. So much yeah. Hey, so, look, even going for lunches. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perk. <laughs> that is a good one. I, I must yeah. admit, too. So I, I guess, you know, what's been the biggest shock um, actually stepping outside? Um, what was the what was sort of that biggest... Were they long days sitting behind a computer um, when you first started doing that? Uh, no, nah, because you're learning. Like, yeah. I find as long as you're focused doing something and learning, yeah. um, you're right. Like, it goes by pretty quick. I think when it does become monotonous, uh, same thing, repetition, it yeah. can get hard. Because I found when I first, I remember just first leaving like school um, yeah. and getting into like my first full-time job, I remember just working instead of that nine to five and I was like, that's the longest day ever. <laughs> um, nah. But it was just that because, you know, I guess different for me, but, you know, coming out of school was like there were so many breaks and getting outside yeah. and, you know, here you can have back-to-back-to-back meetings and it's sort of yeah. like by the end of the day you jam and you go, well, what's <laughs> happened? Um, yeah. That's the part I reckon I found. My transition from school, not quite the military, but yep. that was that was sort of something that I really struggled with. Yeah. No, well, like I said, there's in the barracks or outfield, and outfield you're 24-7 on. Yeah. And that could be a month. You know, the whole idea is to imitate war. Yeah. So you just switched on. But, yeah, I didn't mind. I enjoy Yeah. That's tiring for me. I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I think I'm on all year all the time. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I only get a little bit of break to watch some TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Now another thing I'd say was probably the transition from. So I'd done labouring work as well. Yeah. And how hard work looks in a business environment opposed to like labouring, you just got to work hard and sweat, you know. Yeah. Whereas here, it's it, it does look different and trying to. We actually, I was actually talking about this with my parents the other day. So my father's a carpenter and, and mum's yep. obviously in the office and, and mum's done another job before that and she was sort of just saying, yeah, that mental strain that she has now and yep. the differences that we, you know, find within an office environment. And, you know, I laugh with my friends. I'm like, man, you're sitting at your desk all day. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard work. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah. It, it is a different, you're using, I think, different um, strains of yourself um, to yep. produce the work. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I agree with that one too. I always think I'm working hard. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, look, I appreciate it. Look, I, I always find this sort of topic interesting. Um, I'm, I'm always interested in sort of, you know, how they run their operations, um, how they train you. The bed the bed thing gets me. I used to make yeah. a bed. I'm getting bad at it at the moment. <laughs> so Lucky Jess helps back me up sometimes. Yeah. Can, if you're sharing the bed now, you can mix it up a bit. So yeah. it's, it's not always reliant well, on Well, that's me. why I've stopped doing the bed because... <laughs> I want to do the better certain way and the missus wants to do it a different way. So just agree upon that. <laughs> <Agree to> disagree. <laughs> yep. No, mate, I really appreciate you jumping on today. Thank you. The Coffin Bond Podcast is a product from Coffin Bond & Co, which we are an authorised representative of Gown Financial. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of the Coffin Bond Podcast are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decision, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. 
do not take financial advice from the podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Kofkin Pond website, or you can find resources on the ASIC website and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Kofkin Bond and Co. and the host of the Kofkin Bond podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of the country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.